over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Oh, yeah, it is. Come on in, y'all. Every Arizona homeowner's happy place. Rosie on the house. We get here every Saturday morning to inform you, protect you, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with your maintenance, repair, or remodeling of your house, home, castle, or cabin. We've been voted Arizona's number one homeowner resource and contractor referral directory for 14 years running. Been doing the show for 34 years. Don't even think about touching your house till you touch base with Rosie on the house. And here's how you do that this morning. Right now, get over to your phone and dial toll free. one 767 4348 Allow me the privilege, us, all of us here as a team, of putting our 48 years of experience building and remodeling Arizona homes to work for you. No matter where you are in the state or what you're trying to get done, there's a pretty good chance I've already tried it in your neighborhood once or twice. Put my experience to work for you. And if I haven't tried it, I probably know someone who has, and we can put you in touch with somebody to help you out. Go ahead and give us a call at one 767 And when I say our team and us, I've got Romy, my oldest son, here co-hosting the show with me and all his years of home inspecting and remodeling experience. I've got my wife, sweet Jennifer, call screening, taking your name and number and putting you in queue, and we'll get to your question as quick as we can. We've got Gary Domingue, who is here as our broadcast engineer, and in studio this morning, we have a special guest to cover the topic of the day, windows, and that's Sal Cicado from Dunright window good morning mr sal and thank you for joining us this saturday morning well thanks for having me guys no look before we get to windows sal um i'm i'm I'm, i gotta i gotta get on my soapbox and brag a little bit all right okay you gotta listen to this carefully i got a letter this week Uh oh okay addressed to rosie romero okay here's how it here's what it said after a careful and thorough selection process and criteria by industry stalwarts. Remember that careful and thorough. It comes, it comes in key here. Industry stalwarts, for your dedication and, ex- and exploring nature, it is our great pleasure to announce that you have been shortlisted by our board for your talent and great leadership for the upcoming banquet and special publication of... The 10 Most Influential Women Leaders of 2022. <laughs> That's what great. Do you, what do you do with that, Sal? Oh, I don't know. Are you going to show up? <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? you throw on a wig or something. Yeah, do you remember the Bud Light commercials where, like, Wednesday night or ladies' night, it's free Bud Light, and it was all these guys dressed up, and he's like, another round of beers, ladies? And, I mean, it's like got hair pouring out the shirt <laughs> i think i do remember that well you know it's like a boy named sue uh everybody asked me did you learn did you learn to fight or run well i was on the high school wrestling team but i, I was also the fastest kid on the football teams 
Choose your battles, I, right? I, it depended who was making fun of me, what I decided to do, whether fight or run. But Sal's here to answer any question y'all might have. We want to talk this morning for the next hour about the importance that windows play in the, um, in, in, in the role they have in the outside envelope, the thermal blanket, the thermal cover called your house. Because uh, they are your weakest link. Absolutely. Thermally. Absolutely. They are your weakest link. That's exactly what I was just thinking when you were talking. They yeah. absolutely are. The most difficult part of the energy efficiency process for your entire uh, home. It's, it, it, it is hilarious to me when I see people putting up uh, R60 walls. A lot of panelized walls. They're gonna they're gonna insulate the house to R sixty, um, and then they put in an R two window or a old single pane window. Well, yeah, well, that, I mean R zero, R zero. But and I've said for a long time, if you could get your building envelope, if you could get your building envelope at a constant R ten you'd probably be as cost-effective and comfortable as economically possible. And we can't quite get there, but that's about all we need to do it and do it right. Well, you throw me off with the R's every time. I know. You, <laughs> I know. You're, in the, you're in the U world. <laughs> well, in the industry of the windows, it's all solar heat gain and, and U factors. So, But, yes, as you are as, as strong as your weakest link for your entire energy efficiency envelope. Absolutely. And the window is a weak link for a lot of reasons. One, you've got a junction now. You're making a transition of materials from your framing or your masonry wall to your window frame. Absolutely. Weak point number one, anytime you're transitioning materials, you've got that junction to deal with. Correct. Thermal coefficients, expansion, contraction. Then you've got this. Windows have a peculiar similarity in that they all have glass. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. That's weird. Glass is really a big weak link. <laughs> it is the biggest. Well, I mean, you have the frame material too, but yes, glass is, is by far. Anything transparent, right, is going to be by far your most um, energy efficient uh, loss. So what are your options on glass today? They've certainly, they've certainly come a long way in the last 30 years. Absolutely. Um, coming from 30 years ago, you were at the single pane aluminum product, which uh, blocked out about 7% of the heat. And that glass was what, eighth, three sixteenths of an inch thick? Um, three sixteenths is pushing it. It would be more like an eighth of an inch yeah. thick. So that was a single strength, is what the single pane windows were back in the 70s. It was a single strength. And uh, they were piece clear. Yep, absolutely. No, no tint, no, no. no solar. No. Shield, no nothing. Well, even in the 80s, they were still clear. Um, in the 90s, they came out with a product called bronze glass, and it was actually a tinted glass, and that was the technology's best for the time. But going from your single-pane aluminum, which blocked out about 7% of the heat, in the shade, mind you, not in the sun, in the shade, 7%. Yeah, yeah. Today's product, without pushing the envelope, will block out 80%. Once you start pushing the envelope a little bit, you can get very close to blocking out 90% of the heat and 99% of the UV. We want to talk about that product that produces that. 
But let's stay in the old-fashioned. Let's talk to the people that may still be be living with um, the older windows and why they ought to consider uh, a, looking at upgrading their window package. So we're at a single pane, and then all of a sudden someone comes up the idea, okay, let's put two pieces of eighth-inch clear glass and call it insulated windows, right? Right, and that was uh, <laughs> that was the mid-'80s, so that actually blocked out about, it's in the teens, so maybe 15%. Uh, a double-pane clear glass blocks out about 15% of the heat in the shade. And it got to the point we weren't putting in any single-pane windows anymore by the late-'80s, early-'90s. They were all, quote-unquote, insulated glass. And some of this insulated glass had as little as an eighth-inch airspace in between the two pieces of glass. So it hardly, calling it insulated was a stretch. Well, it just doubled your energy efficiency value from the single pane to the dual pane. So you again, you were in the, the mid-teens for blocking out the heat. Then we started growing the insulation space. Mm -hmm. we, we went up to a quarter, three-eighths, half-inch. Mm -hmm. Then somebody came up with the idea, well, let's fill that space with some gas. Correct. Uh, argon is what Arizona uses. There is Krypton for different states, but Argon is what we use here. Uh, that gives you quite a bit of energy efficiency. However, it's very little to nothing for the summer months. That's all for your winter months. So it's going to do a lot for your U-factor. Um, it'll do a little bit for sound deadening as well. Oh, does it? Mm -hmm. I did yep. not know it had an acoustic. Yeah, air. it's it's more dense than air, so it has it, – it's – I believe about a half of a point if not one point off of your stc or on top of your stc rating because that's the other dimension where windows are your weak link is sound mm -hmm, that, absolutely that they are your acoustic bear they're your acoustic break in your envelope all the way around we've done a lot of work and a lot of um um uh, let's just call it a lot of work into figuring out what's going to be the best for you. And on an STC, if somebody said, you know, I have issues with the neighbors, with the band in the garage or whatever it may be, yeah. we look at the wall and say, okay, your wall is this STC rating. Let's go up to that and we'll look at what's going to be the best option for you. We never want to make their window more sound deadening than their wall. STC, sound Transmission coefficient. Coefficient. Yes. And the higher that is, the quieter you're going to be inside your home. Correct. On a layman's term, it's plus or minus 10 points is half or twice as loud. So mm -hmm. a typical single pane window, actually, I don't know the single pane, a typical dual pane window is 23. Your, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going off memory here. Your single pane is 12 to 14. Your dual pane is uh, 17. And then once you get, start getting into the, you know, dedicating a little bit of money towards it, you can be in a 34, 35, and you can go all the way up to a 40 or so. And taking it from a 10 to a 40, how much sound are you eliminating? <clears throat> well, um, to what you'll actually notice is... Um, Going from your single pane, you can talk through it, right? You can have a normal okay. conversation okay. talking through it. All right. Going to a dual pane, you'll have to just speak a little bit louder, but you can still have a conversation. Once you get into, let's say, the new double pane where it's the 7 eighths uh, spacing, things like that, you now have to yell through it. Once okay. you dedicate a little bit of money and go towards the offset glass, so the outside piece of glass is different thickness than the inside piece of glass, you now have to scream through it. 
So and it's very difficult to even hear when you're screaming through it. Go ahead. But those are some of the glass packages that are available. And we're going to talk through how do you, the homeowner, go through the decision-making process of deciding what investment level should you be making for the window you're looking for, for your quality of life. We'll continue the conversation with Sal Sacano of Dunright Windows right after this. Stay tuned. If you have a window or door question, you can talk to Sal Sacato at one 767 4348 one rosie for you You may text to 411923 as well. And we're talking about selecting that right window or door. And Sal, you represent a multiple different uh, product lines uh, for different applications. I mean, we talk about right plant in the right place, right tree in the right place, and you got to have the right window or the right door in the right place. Well, it's your... Sun exposure, how much use is that door getting? Do you want to be able to look through the door uh, with glass, or do you want – is a peephole better solution? What uh, There's a lot of different factors that go into if you're you – know, if you're buying it from a builder or it's already an existing home, obviously what's there is what you're getting. But at the point you're making that investment for yourself for that custom window and door package, you got a lot of options and a lot of things to consider. Absolutely. My wife might chuckle when I say this, but the right tool for the right job. I say it all the time. Uh, There's a lot when it comes to considering which product, uh, which material, which look, which energy efficiency, which strength. So we look at a lot of different factors. Um, As the homeowner, what you definitely want to do is figure out what needs you have. Uh, whether it's going to be a energy efficiency, a sound, a color, the frame size, something like that. Typically, a homeowner does need to sacrifice something because they'll say, you know, I want this, 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 and this. Well, not one manufacturing company makes all of these together in one product. You know, what's the must-haves, and let's see what's going to be the best product for you. So we are truly customer service geared, so we offer as much of the nicer products that we can find out there. Um, typically, we won't offer anything that's a builder-grade item. We do have that lifetime warranty on any anything other than a wood product, so um, we can't offer anything that's going to fall apart after about five or ten years. <laughs> so as far as figuring out the best product for you, like I said, it's, it's very difficult just on a blanket statement, but there's a lot of things to consider. One of them is your plans with the house. Are you going to be there for two years? Is this a flip house? Are you going to be there for life. Some people tell me I'm going out feet first, Sal. I've heard a customer say that and it's just stuck in my head. Um, Or are you going to gift it down or are you going to rent it out? If you're going to rent it out, it might be a different product than if you're going to gift it down. Go ahead. And you know, the other other question people ought to ask themselves is no matter how long I'm going to be in this house, what quality of life do I want? (laughs) Very true. Yeah, it is. Very true. It really is. And, And I've said for years that a window package is a lifestyle decision. How, how many times do you want to get up and move your chair reading your favorite book because the sun coming through the window is making it so hot you're uncomfortable? Absolutely. I typically look at the extreme side of things to, you know, just to see how it looks. And I would say for the front door, don't 
don't shave $500 off of the cost of your front door for one that you're going to sacrifice. You're going to walk through that thing a thousand times. Spend that extra 500 bucks. Make it the item that you really love so every time you walk through it, you really enjoy it. And, and not, that, not to mention, 80% of home break-ins go right through the front door. Make sure you've got the security and the bulk and the strength and the resistance in that unit to not be fall victim to that. That 500 heck, let's say 1500 Sure, whatever it may say be. Say 2000 Yeah. That, that starts gnawing at you really hard after a year or two years or three years. You're like, gosh. I, you know, it's going to cost me twice that to now get what I wanted. And and then, you know, it, it never, no one's ever happy when they sacrifice. And not only that, but wait another month, wait another two months. Correct. And you never look in your bank account and go, oh man, look, that's that $500 or whatever it is still in there. That's great. You walk past that door every time and go, oh man, I (laughs) saved that 500 bucks. Now I go back to a a lot of jobs, a lot of times, and I get to talk to the customers and see where they are happy and what they're happy with. And quite honestly, the ones that don't do the last one remaining window or a few of them, they end up doing it. Um, Where they do kind of sacrifice a couple of things and go with something that they weren't overly thrilled with is where they usually regret it. Mm -hmm. So Now, I don't know if this kind of door exists, but I've been (laughs) building this perfect... I feel a challenge. (laughs) It it is. I've been building the, the perfect home. Okay. For myself, in my mind, and on paper, and I've been saving, you know, articles and designs. And Rosie came back from Germany a couple of years ago. Actually, let me back up before that. I've always wanted a Dutch door. Okay. You know, the opens the top. It's a nice rounded hatch. There's even a little. I've uh, had them custom the made. And then, so Rosie comes back from Germany a couple of years ago and says, "I'll never install a door for myself that's not a, you call it curved." It's double rabbited. Double rabbited. Double so rabbited. So this is a wood product then? In this in this case, there were uh, metal and wood. And this door right here is that um, for the studio. Sounds If you open it, just so Sal can see it. So the way oh. it butts up to each other. Can I get a Dutch, what would you call that? Riveted? Can I, I, I rabbit? Sure. Rabbited, double rabbited I want a Dutch door. rabbited door for my perfect home. So that's a sound because we're in the studio in the sound booth. That is a sound deadening. That is, well, sure. well, when Rosie's sure talking security, that. if and you do was, it the right way, you two, can't kick that Two in. layers of weather stripping. Hmm. One on each side. Well, one on each rabbit. I am up for the challenge. And the, right. hardware, <laughs> the hardware has to come from Germany. It's the only hardware I've ever found that's got a double rabbited. Well, the hardware would be a little bit different. I think it's just the main... You're back at Rosie on the House. We're talking windows and doors in particular because they are the weak link in your building envelope called your house they're the weak link thermally they're the place that you're going to pay the most money to keep the house comfortable uh, because that's where the heat and the cold are going to come through the most often sound as well they're your weak link thermally they're your weak link acoustically so i have always said don't consider your door and window package as a purely economic decision 
it is a quality of life decision. I've said that for as long as I've been on the radio, for 35 years. We have Sal Sicado here of Dunright Windows and Doors. Sal, again, thanks for coming in. If folks wanted to get a hold of, of Dunright, how would they do that? They can call us at 602-456-2227 or log on at www.azwindowreplacement.com. And because it's Saturday, we always ask our guests, would there be an answer on that phone number this morning? I'm going to cringe and say no. Unfortunately okay. not. We That's are not right. answering the phones. Uh, we're Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. But you can certainly leave your name and number. And Absolutely, and, and we will somebody call you back, back the next following business day. Okay. We did get a text and a call uh, over the break, and the homeowner wants to, sounds like he kind of wants to tackle a window replacement himself, and he's saying, okay, given the different exterior wall materials, what's the easiest window to replace and what's the hardest window to replace? And, boy, that, that, can, that can be a long conversation just in and of itself. It can, but going on the the full spectrum from the very bottom to the very top, um, a block opening is going to be the easiest window to replace. If you are a DIY, uh, that's the one that I would say is possibly feasible. Um, but going on the other end of that spectrum, either a smooth stucco finished home or having the um, brick veneer or a stone veneer around the window are going to be one of your more difficult tasks. You're going from one end to the other. and It broke my heart watching a home getting remodeled not far from my house, just a couple blocks. Um, they installed the windows. They lath and plastered it and put no flashing on any of the windows. None. Okay. You may have seen this house. It's not far from you. They then went in with a diamond uh, saw blade. And cut four, three and a half inches back. And cut all the new stucco off the windows. I, I guess they, the stucco guy just got there before they could flash it. So they had to cut all the stucco out. That house is on cactus. That, that house is on cactus. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> a, a few of us have seen it. It broke my heart to see them uh, cutting all that out for the flashing not getting installed. Um so tying into the moisture barrier, um, if there is a moisture barrier, there's a lot of homes out there that don't even have a moisture barrier. That's right. Yeah, there's no tar paper. There's just the foam. So, it, never, it never is wet in Arizona. We don't need that. Right. That, was the, that was the thought process of the 70s. I would say <laughs> 80s too and even half of the 90s, maybe yeah. a good portion of the 90s as well. So there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, what you're ultimately trying to do is if any moisture gets behind your stucco, it's trying to you need to divert it so it goes around that window and back out your weep holes is ultimately the goal. So and water will get in your stucco. Stucco is not waterproof. It's porous, absolutely. Yeah. It will absorb. Yep. So uh, that's People always ask us, Rosie, why do you recommend painting a stucco home every seven to ten years? That's exactly the reason why. Mm -hmm. That stucco needs a fresh raincoat. Well, and just talking about that, so the moisture barrier, let's say you have the moisture barrier. It's the tar paper. That's, yep. that's 95, 99% of what's out there What that does have the moisture barrier. 15-pound black tar paper. And you have a bazillion holes in it. And it's not a self-sealing. you stapled it and nailed it. You nailed it. You're <laughs> holding the, the foam on. You're holding the chicken wire on. You're yep. holding the pop-outs on. You have so many holes in that. And it's not a self-sealing membrane. So that is how many 
violations. How many holes you have in your moisture barrier. Right. So I believe, along with you, a nice finished top coat is by far uh, the best thing to do to seal all of your stucco. If a homeowner wants to try and tackle, I like replacing windows in a masonry home. Um, I, I usually get uh, an apprentice or even one of my grandchildren, and I give them a four-pound sledge, and I say, throw it through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's wearing some safety glasses. And so... We, we bust out the glass, we cave in the frame, mm-hmm. and then we just tie a, a strap to the frame, put it on the back of the bumper, and just rip it out. I'm picturing this as you go. So is this a quad? Is this an ATV that you're doing this yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Not the done-right method. And not, not, not the done-right method. Uh, but at one time in those masonry single-frame windows – we actually had masonry, heavy-duty masonry clips, clips. that mm-hmm. went into the grout mm-hmm. joints. And, I mean, those windows were really whole. They were. And you would actually set – so those clips a lot of times were welded to the frames already. Yeah, that's right. So you would set – so my history is I was a mason for many, many years. So that's actually how I first started – um, Having a would, mason set your windows would, and door frames. That's exactly what it would be. <laughs> I know. So you would set the window in on the sill, and then you would build the block wall up against that window, and every three, four courses, you would have a clip, and you would just embed it in the mortar. Those, yeah. those windows were there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Then later, we went to just using some metal anchors in the frame. Then we, then we just started screwing into the mason. Those are pretty easy to take out. Um, I don't know if I personally have come across any that were screwed in just uh, as an original installation. I, well, I'm not certain about that. How, how are you? We've we've removed many windows mm-hmm. uh, that weren't mortar joint clipped, right? And just had a masonry screw put in the window frame, holding it into the block, almost like a steel uh, casement window. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. It, very very easy to get out. The steel casement. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it depends on the person. I've seen some uh, some people actually take down the wall trying to get there. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have seen it. It was a GC on a job we were at, and uh, we said, "Well, let, let's let's show you let's show you an easier way to take out that steel case." Oh window. man, the old steel Torrance windows, boy, those things didn't it, come with a seal from the manufacturing company. Uh-uh. There was no seal. Uh-uh. Yeah, but you didn't know how well they were built till you try and tear them out. They, they are <laughs> they are sturdy windows, that's for sure. Not that very efficient windows no. and not very acoustically high performing windows, but boy, they were they were sturdy. Well, they were steel, so. And so if if this homeowner wants to replace and he's got a frame home, inch of foam, chicken wire and stucco, th- there's some very particular things he needs to know about. That isn't just removing the window and slapping a new window in there. There's a lot of things con- to consider. Um, whether what's your exposure, if you have a pop out, what your um, what your original design is. Sometimes the window is going to be sitting inside a buck, and you have two inches of stucco, and then it turns back outside. So there's many different things uh, depending on what your moisture barrier looks like. Um, I believe the real question is what kind of damage are you going to have in doing that? So there's a lot of different avenues to achieve a waterproof, leak-tight window. Um, the I don't know how I can say the easiest way for a, a DIY to do it, but you're definitely going to end up with having to repaint if you're not going to 
leave that existing perimeter frame intact. So that is one way that it can be done. You can leave that existing perimeter frame intact. You can go over it. It's not my preferred method. It's called the jump frame. It can look, it can look a little bulky, bulky. But, but it is an excellent DIY project. As long as you don't so have easy. a header leak already, because that's not okay, going to fix right. a header leak. Okay, so point. if you have a header leak on an existing window, typically you either have a stucco leak or you have a roof leak or your window's failing, but usually a window's not going to fail on the top. It's going to fail on the bottom of an old aluminum window, something like that. Okay, a, a, a good indication, a good tip. So do-it-yourself window replacement can be fairly complicated. Um, you and I have just used examples of contractors we've seen recently doing it wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, there's there's so many different applications for what has done in, what has been done in the past to tie in nicely um, that it's definitely a trial and error from the last you know 20 30 years on what is the best way of doing so. So we do depending on the application, but let's say we have a door that's on an overhang for a patio. We remove that door and we have flashing that rolls up over that stoop and now we want to set the door back down. Well, we're going to set that into a custom-made drip pan to make sure that we have a proper overlapping on that window flashing that goes out to that upper deck. So there's just a lot of things to take into consideration for the actual um, construction at hand and not every house, or almost every house is different. Well, that door to a walkout second story deck is probably the trickiest, most technical installation that there is. That and considering the right product as well, yeah. because let's say you're south facing, you have no, you have full exposure, you're taking a lot of the wind driven rain. And we all know that the rain storms that we're having these days are kind of wild. Yeah, they are. Uh, you don't want to be set up with a sill that only will allow up to a 45-mile-an-hour wind-driven rain. After that, it's going to leak. Well, you're always going to have a leak if that's the product that you have purchased. So you have to make sure that the product is right, the installation is right. And um, I guess as far as leaks, that's really the two main things that you have to really consider. Yeah, those threshold pans just um, make all the difference in the world where that deck is coming into the floor level of the second story and keeping the water out right there is, is, Absolutely. is a big trick. And the design of it and the installation of it is very, very important. Yeah, there's quite a few minor things that can make a difference in the world with those. What is some of the confusion homeowners have about window and door purchasing and contracting? What are some of the surprises and the, and the horror stories? Is there a recurring theme out there? that we would need to warn, warn homeowners about? What I have seen in the past is some homeowners were left with finishing their own stucco. Blows me away. I don't know how oh. a, a company can oh. even come in and replace the windows and leave just gaping holes of stucco and it's not finished. Typically, a window and door company should, what I believe, now this is just my belief, is should finish everything except for painting, is what we don't do painting, I don't think many window and door companies do, if any, do painting. Um, but I, it needs to be very clear that the job is going to be completed up to that point. So the homeowner is not shocked. And it needs to be all included into the contract price as well. 
if if you're not controlling the finish installation of all the finished products, how are you how are you ensuring the integrity of the window installation to begin with? There's a huge opportunity for two people to be pointing at each other. Yeah. Absolutely. And then that leaves the homeowner just dumbfounded as to what's next and what recourses they have if they have a window leak, if something's not correct. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that um, that is correct at all. So it needs to be all held or handled in-house. Window and door conversation with Sal Sacato of Dunright, Rosie Certified Window and Door Installation Specialist. We'll be back with Sal right after this. If you've got a question, text it or call in. We'll see what we can't do about answering it. House this hour with Sal Cicado, done right, windows and doors. Windows done once, windows done right. What's our final takeaway? We only have one segment left. It always flies. That it does. I'm shocked. I know. It doesn't feel like we've been talking about this for almost an hour. I can talk windows too long. My <laughs> wife can tell you. <laughs> now, I didn't know you were originally a Mason. I, a lot of pieces fell into place when you mentioned that. Well, I'm Italian. So, <laughs> yes, uh, I grew up actually... Um, building a lot of the water treatment plant uh, perimeter walls and baffle walls in the holding tanks. I did that for many years. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, one of my major projects, uh, I-17 and Dunlap, there's uh, that water treatment plant just south of Metro Mall, Metro, yes. where the Metro Center Mall used to be. That was, uh, that was one of my I was the G, I was the foreman there when I was about 20, and that was a year and a half project. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I got a lot of construction going on in that area right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you want to What did you want to warn homeowners about in their in their thought processes of upgrading doors and windows? What should they be careful of? Um, warn homeowners of. Well, we talked about you know what to keep in mind when hiring somebody. You want to make sure that it's all completed by the same under the same contract by the same company. Um, uh, I guess what I have seen in the past is when homeowners would purchase just a few windows because they're forced to. Let's say okay. that a storm came through and and blew out and broke three or four of their windows, and they said, you know what, these are the only ones, let's go ahead and replace them. Okay. Um, and then when we replace them, typically, if we're replacing when it's hot out, they will call us immediately and say, I had no clue the energy efficiency difference from the windows that I currently have to these new ones. We have to replace the rest of them. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It happens almost all the time when we do a partial house uh, window replacement in the middle of the summer. Now, we usually don't get that call right away when it's great weather or when it's winter or something like that, but then we'll get it when it's you know starting to hit 100, 110. They go, oh, man, the west side of the house is now the coolest side of the house, and the rest is still hot. It's clearly the windows. So in considering window replacement, of course, uh, budget will play a, a role in the decision-making process, and sometimes, sometimes maybe we can't afford to go all the way around the house. Yes, absolutely. So uh, window costs fluctuate a lot, as everything does, and the window manufacturing process and colors available, things like that, it's just it's changing rapidly. If you do 
replace your windows, I would suggest not doing a partial, typically. I would suggest doing the entire thing. Okay. One, you you get the better price because prices typically don't go down. So you're getting the price of today. Uh, you start benefiting from the energy efficiency gain and the loss of your electric bill. Um, if you can't afford it, uh, we do have some financing options that work out very well, actually. One of the financing options is you don't have a payment start until after the job is completed. Let's say you pick a product that has a four or five month lead time. Uh, your first payment won't even be due until after that installation. Okay. All right. So that's great options. And you're going you're gonna to replace a couple windows and you're going to realize how much more efficient they are than what you had thermally as well as acoustically. You're going to realize how much quieter the home is. And we talked a little bit about what we could do to increase the sound deadening ability of windows mm -hmm. and it's width of glass panels, the separating space. Could, could you consider going triple glaze? Triple glaze. The, the benefit for a triple pane window is uh, winter months, energy efficiency and sound, but you can still achieve the same sound deadening uh, capabilities by doing an offset glass. So what people have uh, seen in the or what I have he heard in the past is people will tell me their house feels so much more secure, and what that is is actually the sound deadening of those new windows. Interesting, mm -hmm. and that happens quite a bit. Uh, you'll actually, since we're on that, you'll see a huge difference in dust as well. You won't have you will. dust yes, on your you windowsills. But even going with your regular single pane or regular dual pane windows to the new energy efficient dual pane, you're going to be you're going to have a, a huge difference in sound without even spending any extra money getting the offset the offset glass now i've said for years generally speaking below the mogyon rim it doesn't pay to spend the extra money for triple glaze unless you're fighting a particular acoustic problem do I need to be corrected on that advice? No, that's absolutely correct. Um, again, when you're looking at sound deadening, you look at the sound deadening capabilities of your wall. Whatever it's constructed out of, there is forms that will tell you this is yeah. an STC of 40, whatever it may be. So we say, okay, what window is going to get us to that point? What's below that point? And that's where we want to stay. So we've actually installed true sound deadening acoustic windows that are as wide as 7 inches. You have to open the Ooh. window twice to be able to get out. They have a STC rating of like 44. Uh, I have installed one. Personally went there and watched an 18-wheeler drive by, and you cannot even hear the 18-wheeler. But we can, we can get those houses next to busy streets acoustically comfortable inside. Oh, absolutely. We, really, we do it all the time. And Dunright's number. 602-456-2227. All right, Sal. Thanks again for sharing your wisdom and your expertise in windows and doors. Sal Sacato of Dunright Windows and Doors, Rosie Certified.